So this episode doesn't have a title. <laughs> I just completely went off piste, recorded this off the cuff. Normally I will plan a topic, maybe have a couple of bullet points and I'll record it. And then afterwards I will write what we call the hook, which is this intro bit that you're listening to. Obviously this one has not been written. <laughs> and away we go. But this week uh, I just felt something on my heart that I wanted to share. There's a, there's a story in here that's kind of, it's, it's about the story, but it's not about the story. In this episode, I talk about what is the whole point of everything we're trying to do here, and, uh, which sounds big, right? <laughs> and I talk about really what I'm describing is what I desire for you. What I describe in this episode is what I want so deeply for you. Not the specifics, because they're my specifics, but whatever that translates into for you. So without further ado, let's get into this untitled episode. You're listening to the Limitless Mother podcast. I'm your host, Corey Javid, money mindset expert, success coach, mother, tea drinker, energy obsessed, manifester, afternoon bath lover, and thought leader in financial empowerment for mums. I know that we get to be successful because we are mothers, not in spite of it. And so around here, we do things differently. I've torn up the business rulebook and created a new paradigm for us. One in which we create results using energy instead of effort. I'm on a mission to help you ditch the old way of creating success. You know the one where you work hard, hustle and sacrifice, ew. (laughs) And instead teach you how to increase your impact and income without increasing your hours and how to manifest your dreams. So if you're a mother who's ready to learn how to elevate your energy to start making bank and start living your limitless life, this is your podcast, my love, and I'm your new biz bestie. Join me as we explore what's possible for us as mothers and business owners when we remove the limits. Hello, hello, Limitless Mothers. It's me, Cory Javid from CoryJavid.com. I'm recording this completely off the cuff. Um, this wasn't a planned episode. I was just sitting in the garden right now. I say the garden rather than my garden because we're in this new rental place having sold our house so that we've got the money, the readies to buy our farm. I was just enjoying the sunshine. It's really, it's frosty this morning. It's cold, but it's so sunny. And I was just sitting there. I was doing some mindset work and journaling. And just this story popped into my mind. And I just had this compulsion to share it with you. It's not the most groundbreaking story. It's not funny. It's probably not even that interesting. Wow, I'm really selling this, right? (laughs) But I feel like it's important to share it because of what it represents. It's really not about the contents of the story, but what it means. And I feel like there's so much in it to unpack that it really just this one small thing, this inconsequential thing that happened in this story really represents and illustrates everything that I'm about, my my whole mission here, my desire for you, and, and the whole point of all of this. <laughs> the whole point of well, what I believe is the point for us and the dream lives that we're here to create and the success that we're interested in in creating as women, mothers, 
people of the world. <laughs> and so, yeah, I just was like, well, do you know what? Damn it. I'm just going to share this story then. And then let's talk about it and let's unpack it. And maybe you've heard me talk about some of these themes and concepts before. Maybe you haven't. Maybe if even if you have, they'll just land in a different way. I just have this strong inner feeling that this story is going to be powerful in some way for whomever needs to hear it. And like I said, it's not going to be the actual story. That's the thing. It's what it represents. So here I am off the cuff, no notes, (laughs) nothing. I normally have like a couple of bullet points just to kind of keep me to task. So we'll see what happens. But I just, yeah, I just wanted to share this because it's on my heart to share it. And I really believe that it can be activating this conversation and elevating and isn't that what we're here for to feel activated and elevated to kick that vibration up a notch or 10 so that you can go and be the magical you that you're here to be and go and do the magical things and experience the dream life that you're here to experience I mean isn't that the point so it just seems perfect and apt so we're just gonna do it so I'll share this story with you and then we can all have a chuckle at how how small it is <laughs> of a story, but then we'll really unpack what it means, what it represents and why it has something in it for all of us, not just for me in the experiencing of the story. So I was at my daughter's riding school and she was in a riding lesson and the way that they do the riding lessons there are there are two of them in at once typically sometimes one with the teacher so there was another mum there who I'd spoken to once before um, but ages ago because it really depends who books and when she's not always in with the same people and there was another mum whose daughter was doing pony management and it was her second time even at the at the riding school And so we all started just chatting as mums do, watching these lessons. And the newest mum, we'll just call her that because she's newest to the riding school, was just asking us, you know, how long our daughters had been riding because she could see them in the arena and they're obviously not super beginner. And she said, oh, my daughter's just starting to get into it. What am I getting myself in for, you know, and asking us questions all about horse riding and what gear does she need or not need and how often do our daughters do lessons do they do pony management all of these things and and I was sharing some things that I'd learned because I'm new to the equestrian world and I'd got some inside info on the best place to go for this and that and you know tips on buying riding helmets just shit that I know now that I never thought I would know or need to know previously (laughs) so we were chatting away and then the other mum the mum whose daughter was in the lesson with my daughter, whose daughter, she's been riding for at least a year, I think she said. She just said in conversation, she said, oh, well, my daughter woke up the other day and she said, oh my goodness, mum, I had the best dream ever. I dreamt that you bought me a horse. And the two women just kind of like laughed uproariously. (laughs) And this lady said, I mean, I told her just straight away, well, that was nice that you had that dream, but of course you can put that notion straight from your mind because there's no reality in which I buy your horse. She might not have said it exactly that way, but that was the sentiment of what she said. And they both laughed and the other one said, I know, can you imagine, can you imagine actually buying and having a horse? I don't even know where you would begin. It's expensive enough having a dog, let alone a horse. So I just kept quiet. (laughs) I didn't say anything. I wasn't going to be that dick that goes, well, actually, I'm thinking of buying a horse. Like, no. (laughs) I just smiled. I didn't agree because I don't want to feed into that energy and it would feel um, 
disingenuous, not disingenuous, you know what I mean, inauthentic, but I just smiled and kind of like, you know, went along with the conversation where it went next. Now that was it. That was the story. <laughs> Told you. It's not, it's not a big deal. It's not earth shattering. So why do we care? Why am I even sharing this story? It's not to say, oh, well, good for me. I'm so much better than them. I can buy my daughter a horse. No, it's really not. If you take that away from this episode, you've really missed the point and not my intention. But in that moment, I just had one of those times where not an out-of-body experience, but just you could, I just kind of zoomed out and could just see the difference. They were operating and living in a different mindset and a different paradigm than I now live in. And I've lived in the mindset and the paradigm that they're in currently, and now I'm in some some place different. And this is not a judgment. It's not a, oh, they're worse. Don't misunderstand me at all. It was just an observation. And I felt immense gratitude in that moment, not just, you know, at, at a surface level. Of course, I felt gratitude that, wow, I feel very fortunate that I am in a position where I can entertain my daughter's request to have a horse. Like it's not something that I'm immediately just saying, just laughing off and saying, well, of course that's never gonna happen. So of course there's this, that surface level gratitude there. But really this is about so, so much more than that. And that's really why I wanted to share this because in that moment, it was almost like I had everything that I've done in my business and all of the inner work that I've done, and we'll get to it in a minute, and what I'm here to do and what I help my clients with and what I hope this podcast does in some way and my mission, it was kind of all brought into just the clearest focus in that moment of standing there and seeing the difference and feeling the difference. And it isn't about a horse. And it isn't even about money. We'll we'll get into the kind of layers of what it's about in just a second. But it was about, it was so much more than that. And so while it sounds like just a random chat with a couple of women at the riding school, no big deal, right? It was just one of those sort of pivotal moments, one of those moments of just extreme clarity of, oh yes, of just reminding myself this, this is the point. This right here is the point. The horse is not the point, (laughs) but this, this difference, this different way of thinking, being, living, experiencing life is the point. Now, I don't mean necessarily the like the, like I said the money part of it that is part of it and it's a cool part of it and let's let's not you know gloss over that and pretend like it isn't <laughs> but it's really so much bigger so I just wanted to kind of unpack this with you because I really want you to kind of think about where in your life maybe you've got opportunities maybe you're doing all of these things and it's just the point of this episode is just to feel it just to have that gratitude and that reminder in the moment that it in the way that it was a moment of a reminder to me of what you've done what you've created and being connected to the power that you have that's kind of one of the core points here being connected to the power that you have. When I lived in the paradigm that these ladies appear to live in, and hey, I don't really know them, so we're only using them as an example here. It's nothing, you know, to do with them personally. 
I felt entirely disconnected from my power, let alone magic. I mean, geez, the, the very notion would have just made me laugh. I didn't even know that I had power to be disconnected from. I felt like the power was all outside of me. I felt very impotent in my life. And so maybe the point of this episode for you and and listening to me kind of dissecting this and unpacking it is just that moment to feel your own magic, to remind yourself of your own power, just to feel grateful that you feel connected to it. Maybe you're there, in which case, yay, high five. Maybe you will, in the listening to this, notice some areas where the power is not fully connected and you get to come back to it, look for opportunities to reconnect. Maybe this will create some aha moments like, oh my God, yeah, that's the point here. That's what we're trying to really do. And it will help you elevate out of some of the more tactical, strategic, to-do list type of things that we get ourselves, all of us, because we're humans, that we get ourselves wrapped up in and zoom out and see, actually, this is the point and remind yourself of the opportunities that you have to connect to your power and to, to live and experience life completely differently when you do that. So I'm just going to trust that you're going to take from this whatever you need to take, but I'm just going to unpack that moment and the clarity with you because I just have this, like I said, this belief that in the sharing of this, there will be value. So let's just take it first at the surface level. I have done the inner work. I have been a student of the energy of money for, well, probably six years at this point. And I have worked to raise my wealth consciousness. What does that mean? It means to see the wealth and abundance that is available to all of us at all times. And I know that can be triggering if you're feeling like you're in an experience of lack right now. But I've done the work to elevate my mindset out of lack and to raise my awareness and consciousness of money, of abundance, of wealth. Do I have further to go? Absolutely. But I have raised it to such an extent that I'm able to create experiences that require money with ease, with relative ease. Experiences that felt completely out of the realm of possibility when my consciousness around wealth was much lower or even completely disconnected, when I was in a mindset of lack, when I was giving my power away to circumstances and other people outside of me, when I was in a victim mentality. This is the reality that I used to live in. So I've elevated out of that and I've done the inner work and I've been the student of money and I've made it my business to understand the energy of money, how money really truly works at an energetic level and how I interact with it. I've healed my relationship with money. I've done that work such that if my daughter desires a horse and I desire, importantly, to buy one for her, (laughs) she doesn't just get everything she asks for, right? Then I can do that. And it's it's in the realm of possibility. And that feels like a big deal because Having and owning a horse is something that we as society label as expensive. And so I understand that I have created, you know, privilege for us and opportunity for us and freedom for us because of this inner work that I've done, because of my 
diligence in understanding money and because of my dedication to my relationship with money. This is what's created the opportunity for financial choice um, and financial freedom in my life. So at that level, I felt just grateful because, you know, horses are hugely important to my daughter. Like she's just next level obsessed. She gets so much joy from them. You can just see it's one of those things that just connects to her soul. And so being able as her mother to facilitate that for her, I'm actually with <laughs> cheesy mum moment. I've got a bit of a teary, tear in my eye right now. This story isn't about horses and buying horses, right? But for me in that moment, at one level it is because it's not just something that she's like, I want a pony in a, in a spoiled way, just because it sounds like a nice thing to have. Like her soul wants a pony, a horse. Like she spends all her time dreaming about, talking about, reading about, researching horses and ponies. And she just has such a connection there. And it brings her such inner peace that being able to facilitate that for her feels like such a gift for me as well as obviously for her. And so I am absolutely grateful for wealth and for money and was just had that kind of poignant gratitude in that moment because for me, this is what wealth, this is what money is for. It's for being able to bless our lives, being able to create opportunities to live in accordance with our values, to create a ripple effect. And I feel like it will in many ways increase her quality of life. She has that sense of purpose around horses. It will give her responsibility when she has her own because I'm not marking them out. <laughs> it brings that connection with nature. I mean, I could go into all the ways, but it's really not, the, the point isn't. <laughs> isn't justifying my desire to buy my daughter a horse. Oh, hang on a second. My screen's gone black. Okay, we're back. I was just checking that we're still recording. Um, but the point is seeing that and being able to create the gift of that experience of even entertaining the notion of having a horse for her, creating that experience and then witnessing and being able to like witness in my facilitation of her living out her dreams and desires, like seeing that, that's a gift for me then, you know? So I feel like it's an important thing for her that I get to do and that I am just hugely grateful. That's kind of, you know, in many ways what money's for. It's opportunity for me, experience for me. It's what it's all about. So at this particular level, talking about the money, the finances of buying a horse, we're looking at, I don't know, 10 grand maybe, depends on, it really depends on the horse, but some that we've seen. We're actually probably going to get at least two because horses need company. They're herd animals. Buying somewhere that has stables and or, you know, putting stables in. We're actually off to Ireland next week to look at some properties. One of them has a full equestrian set up already. Yay. <laughs> it has an all-weather sand menage. What the hell is that? <laughs> I know what it is now, but it just, it's one of those things. It's just a phrase that tickles me. Anyway, I'm digressing. So, the point isn't, oh great, I get to buy my daughter a horse. It's so much bigger than that. For me, it's what I'm enabling, you know, in her life and being able to see her live that feeling of purpose that she has and, and experience that connection that she has. So it's an emotional thing. It's an opportunity thing. And it feels great to have the money to be able to 
do something like that. But it isn't really about the money and it isn't really about the horse. And so what I want you to think about is where in your life you feel the desire to bless, I like this word at the moment, bless others around you with experiences or things that are important to them and having the means to do that. So at one level, it it is about the money. And so I'm just grateful for not my only, my ability to create that money and the inner work that I've done to be able to create that money with relative ease, but that I have that within me that I can pass on. I can pass it on to my daughter, absolutely, but I can pass it on to you here. I can pass it on in a bigger, more meaningful way to my clients. It's kind of one of the things that I absolutely love to do, right? (laughs) It's help women facilitate their dreams that require money because you know most dreams require money these days you know for example one of my clients she really desires a second home for her family in Italy so we're talking about okay how do we make that happen that's just like one example but my point is being at a place where there's two things here where you understand the energy and manifestation of money you know your own power with respect to money and you know how to leverage your own energy, your own personal power to create money at an energetic level. That's number one. This is, these are the things that we can check in with here. Number two, with regards to the money, is having a business. So for me, the one of the key channels of abundance in my life right now is my business. I don't like to say source of money or abundance because I'm my source. You are your source. Nothing outside of you, no circumstance, nothing. It's just you, your energy. But I have a business which I'm really grateful to have built that right now is supporting us in many ways, will be entirely supporting us when we go on our year of travels and will be the thing that likely funds the actual horse and the actual maintenance and upkeep of the horse and all of that that it involves. So it's having the business that creates those opportunities to say yes to things that feel important. And it's also understanding the energetics so that the creation of that money doesn't feel hard. I don't feel like, okay, my love, I'll buy your horse, but meanwhile, I'll be over here working 100 hours a week so that you can have your horse. It's not a trade I'm willing to make. (laughs) That's not a paradigm I want to operate in. So it has to be about both to me, about having the understanding around business and the business specifically that I've built, but also the energetics so that hustle is not required. So that's the first aspect of this that I just wanted to kind of unpack. And so what is it for you? What is it for you that you would like to bless yourself with, bless your family with, bless your community? What are those things that feel important to you in the same way that this feels important to me and to us? And are you tending to your energy around money, your relationship with money, which is also your relationship with yourself. And are you building your business in such a way that it can facilitate some of these things? If not, do not make yourself wrong. We are never here for that. It's just an opportunity to reflect and to see some places where you can expand or elevate further or explore. So it's not just about the money to buy the horse though. For me, it's about, if we zoom up above that, like a level up, for me, it's about being the creator of my life experience and all the co-creator I like to say because I feel like we co-create with the universe, God, 
whatever you source energy whatever you whatever term you have and relationship you have with that higher entity but I do feel my power in a way that I never used to so for me in that moment being able to entertain buying a horse has um, actually even less to do with the the money and more to do with being the creator of my dreams not just the dreamer but the fulfiller (laughs) the one manifesting and bringing it into reality with aligned action and energy and you know my mind ultimately and that just felt like one of those moments of realizing how far I'd come and feeling really grateful for it but then also immediately because this is just how I am how I operate wanting to pass that on (laughs) to you that's why we're here to my clients that's why I do what I do I really want you to feel your power as the creator that you are and can be and really want you to feel connected with your magic you are magical you are so powerful now if you've become disconnected from that stopped believing in that that's okay my love we've been very conditioned down that path but it's still there your power is still there you can take it back in a heartbeat in a moment your magic is absolutely inside of you it's not something you need to go and get it's not something that somebody else has the code for you i hate when people say that sort of shit it's within you you have it and it's just coming back to yourself and reconnecting with it wielding it more and more leveraging it more and more understanding it and allowing it i had a conversation with one of my clients who's in my elevate elite mastermind recently about allowing her own magic she's a very magical being i won't get into all of her details because it's not kind of the point here but she kind of at some level knows it and at some level fights it. And we've been so brought up to and conditioned in many ways to not feel safety in allowing our own magic, allowing us to be very powerful creators. And as women, the feminine energetic essence is one of creation. You know, we create life. <laughs> like that's some cool shit. But it's, you know, we can create all manner of things. And I used to feel, as I mentioned, so disconnected from that. So it makes me all the more grateful that I've come back to myself because not only has that enhanced my life experience like a hundredfold, I'm way more content since finding and taking back my power. (laughs) I'm way more fun to be around. I used to be miserable, complainy. Why is life so unfair? When is somebody gonna come and fix it for me? (laughs) Kind of person. And I'm just not that person now. And helping you to feel your power, to connect with it and wield it more and more potently, it lights me the fuck up. It just makes me so excited because this is the point. I feel like this is when we're playing the game of life with joy and creating the most beautiful ripple effects for others. I know that when you feel your power and you feel your magic and you feel connected to it, I know that you do the coolest shit. <laughs> I just know it. I know that you do. I know that you impact people phenomenally and I know that that creates a significant ripple effect so it's for you for me for us for our kids and for the ripple effect that we create and it just it's very exciting to me and it was just like I said one of those moments of just sharp focus of like yes this is it this is it 
this is why. This is the point. This is the point of what I'm doing. This is the point of my message, you know, is to help you to, if you have disconnected from your power, to reconnect. Help you to feel more magical, dare to feel and know and use your magic. And if you already feel connected to it, it's the invitation to elevate further, expand further into it, wield it more potently, create more of a ripple effect. It's the best, but you know, it takes stepping out of that old paradigm. It takes taking back our power and not giving it away to circumstances, to bosses, teachers, the economy, other people, you know, whatever. We give it away, the bank balance that we have right now. We give our power away all day, every day if we're not careful, if we're living in that I call old paradigm. It doesn't serve us. So while it was about the horse, it also wasn't about the horse, right? I think you can see that is about like, oh wow, I, I get to create a reality in which I can buy a horse for my daughter and house a horse and have land and stables. I, I can create that. That's something that 10 years ago me would have balked at. Absolutely. What are you talking about? I'd have been there with the women. I probably, actually, I wouldn't have even been at the riding school because it would have been too quote unquote expensive. And had I found myself there because somebody had gifted me a lesson or something, I'd have been there laughing uproariously with them and at the very notion of buying a horse and how ridiculous because that's too expensive and that's just not something that people like me get to do. And so I've had that complete shift, not complete in terms of being done, obviously we're never done, but that that experience of that having been there and being here, it was like that night and day difference and it ultimately comes down to our own sense of power and can then start to learn and understand our energy and how to leverage it more highly in the universe and manifestation and how it all actually works. But it has to start with taking back our power. We can't do any of those things if we're not holding our power. We're not taking radical responsibility for the experience that we're creating for ourselves. So it's some cool shit. And another level, and this is probably not the highest level, so I probably could have done these in a different order, but I told you this is going to be off the cuff and I don't really have any notes. But the other thing was, it's not just about the money and being able to buy the horse and pay for the horse and buy the land to live on with the horse. It's about having, and you know, this goes back to if you listened to the episode where I was redefining success for us and I have that definition of success which probably could have prepared by getting in front of me and reading it to you go back and listen to that episode if you feel so inclined but I said something along the lines of you know success isn't just about the money it's about having the the means the financial means yes but also the time because that's our most precious resource and the bandwidth to do the things that are important to us and that's where I felt that extra layer of gratitude in that moment that not only am I at a point having done the inner work, at a point having built my business here where I can buy the horse, house the horse, look after them. I was going to say clothe the horse. Well, I guess, I mean, all my days. Side note, the equestrian world, they've got, they've got their marketing on point oh my goodness they know they know how to get you to spend on your horse get the matching little hoof boot things I don't know all the phrases to go with the saddle pad and the and the matching same in the same color and they give them these names like 
Prosecco <laughs> or Azure, the matching little fly hood thing. And oh, actually, you could even have a grooming brush in the same color. Matchy, matchy. Yeah, anyway, <laughs> it's very clever. I tip my hat to them. So clothing the horse, I guess, is a thing. But it's not just about the money to do all that. It's that I've created a lifestyle business, as I like to call it now, which means that I can do the work, this work that lights me up helping my clients to create whatever is the version of the horse for them (laughs) and their family, whatever is their dream. I can create that lifestyle that gives me that outlet for me, that fulfillment, that deep, deep soul fulfillment that I get from the work that I do and has inbuilt with it so much spaciousness that I have both the time and the energetic and emotional bandwidth to be able to be super present with my daughter with the horse tending to the horse with her, go out riding with her, watch her at her lessons, research with her where we're going to buy this horse from, you know. I'm not going to be the one mucking out, like I said, because there's also an issue here of her learning responsibility. But it's not just about, like I said, me working 100 hours a week and then just throwing the money at her and letting that be enough. We get to connect in the journey into horse ownership together. I get to, you know, facilitate her passion and within that have that opportunity to spend time together out in nature grooming the horse or watching her ride or whatever whatever shit you do with a horse (laughs) you know and that feels like the most beautiful thing it isn't just about the money buying it I have the time and I have the emotional and the energetic bandwidth such that I can actually be there with her and really enjoy the fruition of this thing that we're manifesting, really actually enjoy this thing that we've made happen and that we've spent this money on. And that's me, that is the point. I've said it before, I'll say it again, I don't care about you making six, seven figures, eight figures, one of my clients, she's got nine figures in her sights, yes, girl. (laughs) I don't care about you doing that though if it comes at a cost that you're not willing to pay. I don't care about you doing that uh, if you are gonna have no particular life on the way to it. Not interested, not gonna help you do it. I will help you do that shit or, I was gonna say all day, every day, it kind of defeats the point. I will help you do that shit absolutely if it's also about something bigger than the money, something more, if it's about what that money really means to you. There's your compelling why. Remember we talked about that just just one or 10 times recently. And it's about the life you're living on the way to the money milestones, the life that you're living all the way, not just when you arrive, but now and every day. Are you living the dream, whatever is the dream that can be today, as you're moving towards the next level dream? That's the point. That's the cool shit. Like, I'm here having enjoyed my morning. I just took my daughter to school did my weightlifting in the garden and then just sat with a cup of tea and my journal, listening to the birds, feeling the sun on my face, just like, I don't need anything else right now. I am so freaking excited to get our farm and to go off on our travels. And in this moment, I don't need anything else. I am so content. This is the point. This is the point. And that money can't buy it for you. And so these things have to happen in tandem. And so that's why I was saying it's kind of, a, it's about the horse and it's about the money and it isn't about any of those things at the same time. <laughs> This is the duality we live in. It's about so much more. It's about who are you being? What life are you living? And do you have that sense of inner peace that I tapped into this morning, just 
deep, deep peace, deep contentment. That does not come from a number in the bank account. And if you think it does, you're on a hide into nothing, as my mum would say. <laughs> it can't, it can't ever, no amount can be enough. You've got to tend to yourself, tend to your energy, feel your power and relax into it all. Anyway, these are just some of the things that I've been thinking about while I was just reflecting on that moment and it came to me and I hope there's been something in here that you can take away. I hope that it has, in case you needed to be reminded of it, reminded you of the abundance that exists in the world all day, every day that is available to you right now, even if it doesn't feel like it in this moment, it is. You are abundance, it is not outside of you. I hope that today, if you needed the reminder, has reminded you of the opportunity that you have, you can take at any moment to take back your power, take it back from any circumstance that you've been accidentally giving it away to. I hope that it has reminded you of your magic, of that that essence of magic that you absolutely have within you, that feminine essence of creativity. Such a beautiful thing. And if if nothing else, I hope it's just been an interesting chat, you and I. And I'm going to sign it off there because I can hear the bin men coming up the road. And also that, that was the end of what I wanted to say. So like I said, really not about the horse. It is for me <laughs> it's at some level. It's about so much more. It's about this paradigm that we get to live in, the power that we get to feel, the opportunities that we get to create and the experiences that we get to to feel and to expand into and that's an exciting thing that's an exciting thing isn't it if you want to step further into my world and be in conversations where women are desiring to do next level cool shit where they are feeling more and more connected with their power where you're around women who get it get what it's like to run a business be a mum, and do the things where we talk about what's that next level dream and then we go about making it happen. If you want to come and step into this world with me and be in one of my containers, I have two masterminds. I have the Elevated Abundance Mastermind. I have the Elevate Elite Mastermind. Whichever might be the best fit for you will depend on where you're at and I am opening up conversations about enrolling to spaces that are becoming available later this year. So if you head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate, there is an application form. You don't need to worry about which container might be the best fit. That will be something that I can look at and help decide for you. And if I feel like you're a good fit for one of my containers, one of my masterminds, then I will reach out and invite you to book a call with me and have a chat. And you can ask me the things and I will ask you the things because I always want to know what makes you tick. What is the dream for you? Where are you at? I want to know about your business, all of it. And we can take it from there. And like I always say, I'm here to be just totally honest with you. If I feel like neither of these containers are going to be the best next step for you right now where you're at, then I will let you know and I will also tell you what I think would be absolutely the best thing for you next. So you don't need to worry about that. Just head over to corriejavid.com forward slash elevate. There's some vibey questions that I'm asking you. You can feel elevated and expanded just in the answering of them. Yes, I promise you. Head over there, fill that out and I will be in touch if that feels aligned to you. And I hope you enjoyed our conversation today. Like I said, just completely off the cuff. And I'm gonna go and do something else now. I don't even know what I'm gonna go and do now because this just was completely... <laughs> 
<laughs> out of the blue felt the need to do this. So here we are. I'm going to go and decide what to do with the rest of my Tuesday. I love you. You are magical. You are powerful. You are abundant. And you are, of course, limitless. Bye for now. So my love, you know what they say, sharing is caring. If you loved today's episode, then help a mother out. I would be so grateful if you would take a screenshot of this episode in your podcast player right now and post it to your Insta stories, tagging me at Cory Javid and help me get the word out that we get to be successful because we're mothers, not in spite of it. Let's save as many other mothers in biz as we can from this old paradigm of hustle, effort, and sacrifice. And let's spread the word on energy over effort, shall we? Thanks, love.